sure to tell me that I have a, the dates right. Uh, I, my last day of work was Christmas Day, 1944. How did that happen that it was the last day, Amy? I had, I had resigned because I was getting married, and uh, I, I, they needed me because to finish the vacation, fill in the gaps during the vacation. And we had set our wedding date as the 28th. I see. We didn't need to go to. We were going. We were going to be married in Dubuque, and I didn't have any family there. I would be staying with friends, and I was hoping to be ready so that when I got there, I didn't need to do very many things. Why did you choose Dubuque? It was uh, his. That's where I was, and there was a nice chapel there at the seminary. And you had graduated from the seminary at no, this point? No, we uh, had a month yet at the seminary, but okay. this was... We have to tell that we had to get permission to get married because in that those days the seminarians were single men. <laughs> so who did you have to get permission from, from Roland? The president of the seminary. No kidding. And was that was that a worry to you or did no, you... It just uh, Formality. Formality. Yeah. That, that rule was changed somewhat in, in different circles during the war years. They were very strict about nurses being single, too. No one, no, none of our students could be married during their training. But during the war years, they, they, they changed that. One director right, of nurse, one director said, I don't know if I could live with myself if I had refused a girl to get married and her fiancé was killed in ah, the war. So that was kind of the reflection of why they loosened that rule up. That's I right. see. That, that had nothing sense. to do with the seminary, really. But but there was that, uh, okay. that... That rule was quite prevalent that you were single until you finished school. But they, they, they did loosen, loosen up. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so then you were you had your last day of work on Christmas in Chicago, and then uh, what? I uh, I spent Christmas night. I had dinner with a very good friend, and Who uh, was that? Uh, Ju Julia Oyen, Mr. and Mrs. Oyen. I her name was Julia. She and I were working together, and. Uh, Name, but Mr. and Mrs. Oyen. O N I E N. O I E N. O I E N. And I went to my uh, my apartment. The 26th I spent there, didn't I? And I came on the 27th. No, I think I I got ready, and I I don't have any record of that. But I I guess it was on in the afternoon of the 26th. I got myself together and got on the train and went to Dubuque. And the and were you nervous about this or excited or what was going on in your head? Well, it was it was a little strange, you know, because my roommates had had all gone. I was very alone and and there was nobody to see me off or anything. I was just alone. <laughs> and I said, and then I got uh, got to. To Dubuque and Roland was there to meet me and 
How'd you get your trunk down to the I, I hired somebody to take it a dray service or something. <laughs> uh, was, I did have a trunk, I know. So then Roland met you at the station at Dubuque? At yes, and he had, had a had a borrowed car because we didn't have a car, of course, yet. But it was a seminary pickup, I think. And he brought me, I had no idea where you stored my trunks, I, I can't remember. Yeah. But then that was the 27th, uh, the 26th, and the 27th we had to get our license. And uh, the last minute preparations, I, I had I got uh, I ordered got my flowers on the twenty seventh. Uh, and I'll, should I show her that? Um, and where did you get your dress from too? You uh, bought your dress in uh, in a suburb of Chicago. I took the, the train out there. I, I think I think some one of my friends, probably my Loa, went with me. This is the this is the uh, my my flowers. Oh, uh, we have to put this in the book. That's great. And uh, the flowers were $17.90. And, <laughs> and I guess there was a tax. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know there was a tax on food, on things back then. Oh, yeah. Sales tax started in the 30s. And it did, huh? Two percent. Huh. Well, let's think about putting that in as the memorabilia. In fact, I could start collecting memorabilia. Do you want to take that one out? That's Why don't you just take the whole thing? Because then I won't worry about it. Oh yeah, all right. I, that's better. Yeah, I worry so much about having things in my home. Let me tell you. Oh, that's We have to have that one too. Don't you think? All right. This is this is interesting too. It's Brand Land's Others' Wage. When he left, you can tell about that. But he he went. Uh, the group of them were going, but the visas hadn't come for more than for Roland. So he went to San Francisco, and then he called me the night before he was going to sail, and I said, oh, how, how are the rest of them, you know? And he said, I'm the only one going. <laughs> I oh, thought, and you thought there was a group? A group, yeah. Uh, okay, but let's go on with the wedding now. So... You got your license, you got your ordered your flowers, and the next day, the 28th, the 28th. was to be the wedding in the chapel. Mm -hmm. Who were the guests? Uh, we, uh, I, what a small wedding. Uh, small wedding. I had, uh, I had uh, handwritten my invitations to the, the, most of the staff at the seminary, those professors that, that you knew the best, I guess. I don't think we left out any. It was a small staff. And then we invited the congregation where Roland had... Uh, Mostly just the choir. The now. choir, the f of where he had sung at, uh, at the Lutheran Church. And uh, some of the... My, my sister came. Of course, we, I invited my dad, but he didn't come. My sister and uh, my good friend, Mrs. Brannon. Oh, <laughs> did she come? Oh. She came. And Why didn't your dad come? Oh, I don't know. He just didn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Well, for one thing, he had the boys too. The yeah. Boys. Yeah. And it wasn't that easy to just 
pick up and go. Herman would uh, represent uh, People just didn't didn't travel I know. that much, really. I I don't think there was no no reason, you know, that he didn't want to come with that. But he he just didn't come, and and I didn't. Herman's and it was besides, it was the cold of winter too, you know. Herma's little boy. Herma brought my nephew was there. What was his name? Uh, Howard. Howard. Axness. And how old was he? Two years. <laughs> so it was a hardship was the reason why your dad couldn't come. Really? Yeah. I think so. I think we yes. should say that. I mean, people should understand how he was surviving as a widow, raising those two kids by himself. It's a hard time. I suppose he could have had some, they could have stayed with somebody else, but he had a farm. I mean, he had cows and, and animals to take care of. It just, it just sort of wasn't done unless yeah. you... Now the date is 1228, 40, 44. 7 o'clock in the evening. 7 o'clock in the evening. And okay. it was a kind of a, a cold day, but we went up to the seminary early. And I, you know, we wanted to be dressed in time. <laughs> and uh, after, just at the time of our wedding, it started to snow. A real beautiful, fresh snowfall. So was Herma your maid of honor then? No, a Roland sister was. Okay, who was there from your family, Roland? Oh yeah, we have to do <coughs> that. Yes. Uh, my folks and uh, my sister, and her name is Paloa. Oh. Okay. And um, was it only? A, oh, and my sister Darlene. She, she was, was a soloist. She was a college student, or she was a teacher. I don't remember. No, she doesn't matter. No, she was a soloist. She was a college student. I have in my book when she graduated. And who was your best man then? Um, my roommate, Gerhard Reitz. How do I spell Gerhard's name? G-E-R-H-A-R-D? R-E-I-T-Z. -E and Darlene's good friend, Max, was there too. He was a, he and Marty were the ushers. Marty Heist, he was a classmate too. And Marty Heist and who was Gals? Uh, Max Deemer. D-I-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-
they do have a have a memorial marker in the cemetery for Norbert. That's one nice nice thing because. And his name is in uh, Hawaii. What do you call it? No. No, in Hawaii. Like Honolulu. The Honolulu memorial. All the names of those who lost at sea. At Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Uh, no, he was lost in the China Sea. Okay, but he there is a memorial there. Yeah, all, um, the, all the names are on it. All of them. Oh, Not just we haven't seen it, but some of our family. Oh, and his name is there. Yeah. Yeah. And this we have a picture of that, too. Yeah. And uh, our son Mark has seen it, and the next name, or the name just above, is Mark Brandt, or Marcus Brandt, some <laughs> another. That's, that's our son's name, and he wasn't it. Yeah. He wasn't it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I bet. Yeah. Okay, so you and were. And then an, an aunt, my mother's sister, happened to be one of those from Minnesota, but she. What's her name? Edna. Who's uh, Mitchell. Good. I know when I ask you this stuff, I'm catching you off guard, but you know her. You have a picture of her face. The reader may not. So if we can record that, it'll be real good. Anybody else that were guests at the wedding? Uh, uh, Pastor Shaneborn. Oh, of course. He from, but he didn't officiate. He, uh, my ex uh, had been my roommate for two years at the seminary. What is his name? Louis. L-E-W or L-O-U? L-O-U-I-S. How do I spell Fabricius? <laughs> F-A-B-R-I-C-I-U-S. Oh, that's okay. And the daughter of Reverend Shanebaum was the organist. Oh, what's her name? Marie Mathias, M-A-T-T-H-I-A-S. Okay, so you are married in the chapel. Did, was there a reception following or anything? We had like a, a light uh, evening coffee, if should we call it? A, yeah, we had a, a and I, I, the choir members who are friends of Roland s served our reception for us. Oh, nice. Yes, it was, it was really nice. They, they were his good friends, and then I got to be good friends with them, too, when we were there. It was a, a really a, a beautiful setting. And the snow was falling. Yeah, the yeah. snow. Okay, so then what happened? Well, then, uh, <laughs> then my, folks, my folks had to go back. They got on the, they came on the morning train and went back on the night train. Oh, my. We had real good train service. No kidding. At those times. So we had to to see them off. <laughs> to be practical about this. <laughs> okay. We were just, just married. Yeah. <laughs> so we saw them off. And then our friend Wrights was, uh, uh, he was going to take us to the hotel. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said he was was so hungry, Where we weren't we hungry too? So we went and had a made right hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
wonderful. <laughs> oh, and this is M A I D R I T. Yes, that's. I don't know if I'd ever eaten one before, but. <laughs> oh, this is great. Okay. And, and then what? we went to this. And he had. Uh, we didn't have a car. But he had heists. Marty, his friend Marty Heist. He had a car, and Gary borrowed that car, and that's how we got around. Then we went to this hotel. It's a, the Julian Hotel in Dubuque. Okay. We were in Dubuque this weekend, and we saw this hotel. Uh, um. <coughs> okay, now we for sure want to put your wedding picture in there, don't you think? Uh, I think so. I, I, the bigger, uh, these, these are getting so faded, but I think the, the bigger one, I, I'll find a, a big right. one. And okay. These, these are, are getting, I had some copies. Yeah. Made. If you, the more original they are, the better the computer's going to be able to pick them up. I think so. Okay. Yes, uh -huh. I think this will, would be pretty faded. Okay. So then, your this is your little honeymoon. Abbreviated, I'm sure. No, we didn't okay. have a honeymoon. We did have our honeymoon later. We'll mention that when okay. we get to that point. And we're in 1944 now. Okay. And the war is going on. So you had a month to finish up with seminary. Yeah. This so was this was Christmas vacation. Oh. So then you graduated from seminary. We're into 45 now. Well, I suppose we should mention that. January 24th, you graduated. But we should say that that weekend we went to my home. Yes. Oh, did you? Yes. Took the bus from the week to Waterloo. Somebody picked us up in Waterloo. Then we were 12 miles north of Waterloo. Well, now, what day were you married on? Thursday. Oh, it was a Thursday. Okay. Unusual for us. I suppose I got through working on the 25th, and it took that long to get there. And weddings were a little different yeah. in those days. In the war days, yeah. I know I went to a couple of my friends' weddings. They, well, I, I if, if my mother had been living, you know, she would have... It, it would have been that she would have helped me, but this way I was planning my own wedding. Yeah. Actually, I I didn't think I needed to wear a white dress. I thought I could wear a street-length dress. So why did you choose a white dress? <laughs> Roland's mother thought that I should oh, be married properly. I, I guess. see. <laughs> well, and I'm glad. Yeah. And my wedding dress wasn't. It wasn't that expensive. It, I, I thought it was very beautiful. It was quite file, you know, file like taffeta. And was it long? It, was, it had a long train, too. And uh, uh, it had uh, the, I don't get, I'll get the picture. That's our 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, look at your picture. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh. That is this the capping ceremony? Yes, that's what yes. Yes. That was the first picture I had taken. You see, we had aprons with yeah. bibs, and then the, our pin, when we were freshmen, we had one bar, and then we got two bars and three bars. Uh, so. 
Oh, look at you, Roland. You look like 12. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you graduated? That's my graduation picture. Oh, nice. Oh, these are going to be lovely. They'll copy so well. Oh, look at that. It's beautiful. Yeah, this will copy nicely. You can have the flowers because they don't have this. Oh, I think that'll, and this is, uh, this was not a, um, taken by the college photographer, the seminary photographer, but you see the train is, yeah. and that's Aloha, she was, and this is Gary. <laughs> Which one do you want in the book, do you think? Well, we can decide oh, that later. I don't know, maybe just start, then there you can see the, yeah. but you see how it's faded, it surely has. This is the wrong kind of. Uh, this might not be PVC. Yeah. If this is old. We got this book as a gift, and, and it we might didn't not know be the best preser preservative. Yeah. It, it just has the pictures of all the. Oh, nice. Look at Mary. Oh, look at these nice family pictures. And this is our. Not the first. I have a tiny little one that's a first family picture, but this was taken when before the last two children were born. That's our first furlough. This is our second furlough. And then this is in our third furlough. Look at the hair. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny? That's what they say, these beehives. Yes. Oh, we thought we were so cute. So disgusted with it. <laughs> and this was taken in our house in Denver, Iowa. Now, what's this? Sam wasn't on the picture, oh. so I just cut a little picture out <laughs> and put in there. We can do that. That's the only, oh, here's the only, we can make it smaller, just make it spacey. Sure. These are, these are the children. Okay. Mary and Tom. <coughs> and Fred and Mark. And what is this? That's Sam. He had two years at Annapolis, yeah. No kidding. And uh, Lois. That's, the, that's all that I have in this book. But to, to Denver, we went that weekend. But we were always visiting relatives, it seemed, <laughs> weren't we? Okay, so that weekend you went to to Denver, and it probably was New Year's weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had to finish up the seminary. And then at this time, I, I went out and applied for a job at a clinic in Dubuque, and I got, I got a job working in a clinic. So here on the on the 26th, I wrote that we, we came back on the morning train, and we, we uh, so that I could get to work by 2.30. What was the name of the clinic, Amy? Do you have any idea? I think it was, wasn't it called Dr. Faber's Clinic? F-A-B-E-R. I think it was Dr. Faber's Clinic. The 26th of January? January 26th. We went back in the, on the morning train today so I could get to work by 2.30. So I must have gotten a job before that. Okay, and then what? Um, so now you're graduated. And that, that's the day that, is that the first day of mission school? No, I hear we have the first day of mission school. That was on uh, 
January 29th. Now, how did you make this decision to go into the missions? Oh, maybe that's important. I think that's real important. Okay. Well, there was a, I had known about this mission field since I was a high school kid. We had, uh, in our church, we had a mission fest every summer. That was a, really a, a big day in, in many Lutheran congregations. Uh, there would be morning, afternoon, and evening services, and guest speakers. Sometimes it would be a, a missionary on furlough, sometimes just somebody that was a good speaker. But those mission festivals were a real event in, in Lutheran circles. So that's when I started hearing about it. So it was kind of as a teenager that this idea started to form in your head, huh? Yeah. <coughs> or um, the awareness of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And had you decided when you were a teenager that you were going to be a minister, Roland? Um, no, not, not really. It was somewhere in the back of my mind, but not. Do you remember how that decision occurred? hard to say. It's, it's a process. But there was, uh, we talked about this uncle of my mother's who was a pastor, yeah. so there was, there were some in the family. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, I guess there were, well, actually there was one in my dad's side of the family too. My dad's youngest aunt, who wasn't much older than my dad, was married to a pastor. They, they were out east in Ohio, I guess, but I saw them a couple times, and maybe it was only once, at a family reunion. Uh-huh, and you remembered that. Yeah. And what was her name? Um, well, you can do, we'll just put it as a question mark. It would be nice to record, since they were influential, to record their names, you know. We can look it up on the family tree. We'll just put it as a question mark. Don't worry about it. Lombardus, I think, was her, her husband's name. Yeah, his, his surname. Yeah. Lombardus, yeah. Okay, so someone... So there was, uh, and we were, church was a big part of our life. Right. And then when you went to college... Yeah, well, I've... I couldn't go to college right away. We were so short of cash. The tuition was a hundred dollars a year. Fifty dollars is so much. Money. Couldn't even raise that much money. So I stayed out of school, worked on the farm, and got a few odd jobs. But then, uh, and I, oh yeah, and I had a scholarship that would pay. Paid forty dollars of my freshman year, so I only needed sixty dollars. How did you get that forty dollars scholarship? Uh, it was from the college, Wartburg College. Uh, it was forty dollars for the first year and twenty-five dollars. Probably each. a scholastic scholarship, do you think? Yeah, I was uh, relatively. It's so hard to get this out of you. <laughs> 
and I think any anyone that wanted it <laughs> almost did it because they were looking for students. It was a very small school and it, actually it had been closed for a couple of years during the Depression. The Lutheran Church closed some schools, but then this one was reopened. But anyway, you went to Warford College for how many years? Uh, I, four years. Four years. Uh, first, I was just going to go one year and get a teacher certificate. Yeah. But by the time I got into the second semester, I decided uh, things were looking a little better. So I changed to a pre-theological course. So it was kind of at that point that you made your decision. No, not to go. It didn't. To but go then. To a mission field. No, but I'm saying to be a minister. I'm trying yeah. to track this decision. Yeah. So it was really in the second semester of your freshman year when you decided you were going to go into pre-theology. Yeah. Okay. In now. This teacher's course. I was the only guy in the. <laughs> With a bunch of girls. With a bunch of girls. Well, that's interesting too, because you know you were going to be a country school teacher. Yeah. Okay, so then you went into the pre-theology theology course, and then how did the mission field come into it? <clears throat> well, um, then the war started, you know, and, mm -hmm. and then we started getting. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot to mention this little missionary magazine that. The mission board published a monthly, just a little. Just called the missionary. Lutheran missionary. It's a little pamphlet, a monthly publication that only reads, read about New Guinea and that. Did you? Yeah. Is this during college, high school? Started in high school. Okay. His his church really had two mission deals that they emphasized yeah. Papua, not, uh, New Guinea and India. Well, in our area, New Guinea was much more emphasized than India, but we knew about India. Okay, all right. So um, then we started getting these reports about uh, what was happening in New Guinea. Through that month the Lutheran missionary. Yeah, and then later on when the um, military operations got as far as we did, and then we were, there was a lot in newspapers too about Oh, okay. But, but that's really the first that, that people heard about. about. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was... Uh, before that it was just our small circle of Lutherans that didn't do anything about the about New Guinea. Sure. We had... It was the end of the earth or something. Yeah, uh -huh. uh -huh. There's a range of mountains, they call it the Finisterre Mountains, the end of the world. Really? Yeah. And is that in New Guinea in that New they Guinea. said that? The end of the world. Finisterre. How do I spell that? F-I-N-I-S-T-E-R-R-E. Latin for end of... Yeah, the end. The end of the earth. Yes, I can still remember that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, that's another thing I remember. 
So you read that while you were in the seminary? I think it was somewhere in the seminary. Okay, so that's how you kind of got the background of being a missionary. So now you graduated from school. Did you do something prior to graduation about going into the missionary mission field? Uh, you mean, as soon as I graduated from college... You uh, went to the seminary? Yeah. I, um, that, um, that spring, in spring I was a senior year, I was, my number came up in the draft. Ah, yes. And I was, had a physical, but um, then I got up, and I was 1A then for a little while. Then I, I was so this is what year, the spring you graduated from college? 1941. Okay. Not before Pearl Harbor, but they were really building up. Right. But then I, I got a, a letter from this seminary president uh, attesting that I was enrolled. And so then my Your status? Yeah, I took that to the draft board and they changed it to theological students were 4D. Physically unfit were 4F, but we were 4D. 4T. So then I was ready to go back and in the fall of 41 I went to the seminary in Dubuque. Okay. Okay, now how did you make this decision about the mission field? Well, that was pretty, this kept building up, hearing more reports about, uh, and then quite a, several missionaries were killed by the Japanese, and the others, another group were imprisoned, and we kept hearing reports about that, and some of these uh, missionaries that got out, they, the wives of the missionaries were evacuated as soon as uh, war was declared. But the men stayed on. Gives me goosebumps. Those uh, wives had some kind of harrowing trips home too. They went home and darkened ships. Mm -hmm. And then stayed on. And, and you were reading this in that, in the paper and in that monthly missionary, yeah. the monthly missionary. There's a lot of talk of that in the church. Didn't the pastor bring that news? Yeah. So you and were well informed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you Fairly. kept going at it, okay. Yeah. I think this is important for your family to know that 
you knew the circumstances that you were going into, you know? Well, wow. <laughs> sort of, but uh, we had no, when we got to New Guinea, it was so much different than we had oh. envisioned that, it, so much better than I Was it? Yeah, okay. actually. So anyway, you're getting the information back now while you're in seminary about the dire circumstances in New Guinea. You graduated from school, the war is still on. Well, even before some of these missionaries, they got out in 1943. So they stayed about, some of them stayed about two years after war was declared. declared. Okay. Almost some three. of them walked across the mountains from their station to the coast so they could uh, get uh, a ship. Yeah. And, uh, and they were, were uh, fleeing because the, the Japs were, were Japan wanted New Guinea. It was a stepping stone to Australia, you know. Ah. And that's... So by, by my second year in the seminary, some of these missionaries came to speak to the student body and told about the, the great need for missionaries out there. That was the thing. Okay. Kind of was the seal. You're going to do this. There were four from my class. Really? Four others. Yeah. Right? Christ rides walk. Now sure, tell me right. who they are. Rights, R-E-I-T-Z. Yeah. And who else? Uh, Heist. Yeah, Heist. Alfred Walk. W-O-L-K? A-L-C-K. A-L-C-K. Alfred. Mm -hmm. Fred Shirley. And S-C-H-E-R-L-E. And that was a third of our graduating class. And you were all volunteering for the mission fields. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that, that was never that proportion again. And, and did you declare this before you graduated or yes, after? Yes, we had. You did, had declared that. Uh -huh. And you knew that when you got married then, Amy, that his uh -huh. choice was to be a missionary. Yes. Uh -huh. And you liked that too. Well, I, that's all I ever hoped to do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what went on in your head about hearing about being a missionary. Oh, when I was just a young girl, I, and we had uh, Lutheran Daughters of the Reformation. It was a group of young girls, and we studied the mission fields. We learned to know the names of the missionaries and uh, what they did on the mission field. And our church, we had mission fields in China, and uh, Madagascar, and South Africa, and Alaska. But that's all I can, that before the Second World War. And uh, we, we chose, our, our, our young group chose to help the mission field in Alaska. And we sent money, of course. We didn't have that much to send, but we collected some. And then they asked us to make baby layouts, and we did that. And we uh, collected pictures and made picture scrapbooks. And they told us that uh, 
the children like pictures of dogs and, and uh, ships and that sort of thing. Yeah, so we tried to find that kind of pictures. And uh, later when I was in nurse's training, I found that out that one of the deaconesses from the hospital where I had my training was one that worked in Alaska. Her name was Sister Anna Huseth, H-U-S-E-T-H. I didn't know this when I was growing up. Anyway, that, that really uh, really made me hope to, to go to the foreign mission field. And uh, then I, uh, I couldn't figure out how I was going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> and God took care of that, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I did, I had a, um, of course our pastor knew that and his wife and, and he gave me a lot of encouragement and my parents didn't discourage me. But uh, he thought, I, mean, I wanted to be a teacher, so when I graduated from high school, he helped me get a, a, a scholarship from St. Olaf. That was his, his alma mater, so of course they thought I would, should go there. And uh, I got a $75 scholarship from St. Olaf. But I didn't go the year, I, I stayed home one year after I graduated, and then the next year, um, they, they, our Reverend Simonson was his name, went to Northfield, Minnesota, and even found a place for me to work for my board and room. So I, then I still resisted. I thought, I have to stay home, I have to help Dad. But then Dad said, no, he said, you can just go now, you have So I had one year at St. Olaf, and I stayed with the family, the name Stavig's. Laura and Lawrence Stavig. L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E? L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E and Cora, C-O-R-A. And Stavig is S-T-A-V-I-G. He was a, um, he had a, he was a parish pastor, but he had a one course in religion at the college. I didn't have him for my teacher, but uh, my roommate did. And, uh, <coughs> and they just gave me every encouragement. I think they thought it would be... To do to go to the missions? To go to the missions. And you were studying to be a teacher? That's what I thought, yes. I was taking a general course, you know. You don't really know, but I had English and, and, and chemistry and religion and language and so on. <laughs> and then at the end of, I could have come back to work for them, but uh, I uh, I just knew I couldn't have any money. <laughs> so I got this idea. I think maybe maybe the Lord gave me some of these ideas. I don't know how I would have thought of it. I thought, now, it's wartime, and they have these teachers. You know, they're so short of teachers. It wasn't it, quite wartime. Yet. No, it wasn't, but, but they were so short of teachers. And if you pass the, the teacher's examinations, I could get what they called a second grade elementary certificate. And I second could, grade? Sec, and second, that's the, the, the uh, not first grade, second grade, you know, the uh, uh, quality of it, or mm -hmm. what, what would you say? Yeah, the, it was uh, not the, not the, not the top the of the line. <laughs> yeah. Not the top, it was second grade. 
and uh, and I could teach for two years on that certificate. And so I thought, I'll, I asked my my English professor if she would supervise me. We had to be supervised, and uh, she said she would. And I passed those examinations, and I got my certificate. <laughs> So this is at the end of your freshman year now? freshman year, yes. So then what? So it was sad, but I had to tell Mrs. Stavig I couldn't come back the next year. I hoped someday to come back. But then I, I, uh, I went home and, and uh, started looking for a teaching position. And it wasn't hard because the country, it was country schools, and I think this is the ex experience one ex of my life <laughs> time this teaching position. I, t I got a job in a, in a, it was in the Winter Township. W-I-N-T-E-R? No, Winter, W-I-N-N-E-R. Okay. Winter Township, and they had about, I think they had gotten down to only two schools in Winter. My sister was teaching the one school, and I was about, miles east of her in my school. Well, I went to the community to find a place to stay, and there was no one that would keep the teacher. I <laughs> So I lived in the schoolhouse for two years, and uh, that was what they were expecting of, of uh, their country school teachers. And uh, I had a I had a, a half a half of a of a folding, uh, not a folding, but a the uh, the one something like a trundle bed. The one part pushed under the other, and so I took one of those parts, and I and I had a single mattress that I could roll up, and I put that in a box, and I hung hung my my cot up on the wall. You know, and then I put a curtain around it so nobody knew it was, but that it was a nice clothes closet. And didn't your dad come and help you do something? I'm trying to recall. He, he helped me with all this. He helped me set up this cot. Then I had a kerosene stove that I cooked my food on, and I had a, I just ate by my desk all the time, you know. And uh, that's the way I lived from Sunday night until Friday night. And you go home. And I go home. I had a quite a big school. I have uh, in my in my account. I tell about. I, I that's accurate. About twelve students. And I had six grades the first year. The second year I had eight grades. Oh. And I had I think it was fourteen or fifteen students. Well, we'll look. Uh, you've uh, got it. It's written. in there. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so but then I, I I really enjoyed it. I didn't have electricity. I didn't have indoor plumbing. I had if I had to go to the bathroom at night, I had to get up and put my coat on and go outside. <laughs> but uh, it uh, I used to. Uh, I, I just just loved those children. It was was a, really a great experience. How old was I then? Twenty. Nineteen when I started. Must have been twenty. 20, I think. So 20 and 21 you did yeah. this. And uh, I used to, in the evening, I, you know, I, I would just wish that I could keep those kids there because it got so 
so quiet and so yeah. awesome. No telephone. Well, that's another little story. The the the, the parents. <laughs>